Hello and welcome to episode two of the show. I'm Endgamer, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Ed Bellis. What's up, party people? And uh, we're here to offer you another, what should be very fun, uh, night of talk about the GameFAQs contest. Um, we're doing something a little different this week. Uh, last week we talked about the bracket and some of the cool matchups, and that's kind of been talked to death on the boards. So we're going with a little bit of a different subject this time, because uh, we're going to have lots of time to talk about the bracket in the coming weeks. And the subject for tonight is how to get the most out of your GameFAQs contest experience. Uh, things you can do on board eight. And uh, basically our d- idea tonight is to remind you of why you love the GameFAQs contest, even if you think of yourself as more of an off-season kind of guy. And uh, I mean, I have some uh, interesting points to bring up regarding that. But first of all, Ed, I just want to congratulate you on uh, your excellent debut as a guest host on our uh, sister podcast on Board 8, which is, of course, Serious Business, hosted by ISOC. Why, thank you very much. I had a great time. That was uh, episode 11, so if you want to look for that on the boards, you can hear Ed and Neon and ISOC uh, discuss the bracket and some other things about Board 8 for... Uh, it was about 40 minutes. Maybe a little less, maybe about like 30, 35, but I don't really remember. I was having such a good time. <laughs> it just flew by. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Some call that our sister podcast of the show. I kind of think of it as, uh, you know, the little sister of the relationship. But, uh... oh, actually, speaking of that, um, you mentioned that you wanted to hear a little bit about how popular the show has been. Yes. Uh, as far as hits. Uh, I was looking into that. It looks like hits-wise, we're right about with what uh, Serious Business does. However, Ooh, however, however. Oh, dear. Uh, if you look into the actual bandwidth consumed, uh, in December, the show ate up three times as much bandwidth as all the episodes of Serious Business combined. Wow. So what that means is, first of all, it was a longer show uh, than Serious Business, but it seems like people were downloading the entire episode, whereas with Icehawk's show, they a lot of times just stream it and then click back and check you know, the end of it later. Um, so I think it might be a little more popular, but we have a hardcore fan base, is what those numbers told me. It's pretty hardcore. Yeah, it was uh, pretty impressive. So hopefully we can keep that up. Uh, starting out with a new subject. Uh, this segment of the show is called Viewer Hate Mail. And in, in this, uh, in this section we go through the thread for episode one, in this case, and talk about some comments that were made there, and uh, just kind of respond to our fans, and hopefully they get a kick out of it. Ed, if you want to start us out, was there a comment you wanted to uh, respond to? Yeah, I'm going to point to the first page, uh, post number five, Mr. Part of Your World, a.k.a. Yo Blazer, and he, he said what sounded like a pretty positive comment, which was, listen to the first few minutes, pretty good stuff. Now, I don't know, because he doesn't really respond to the rest of the thread, so I get the impression he only listened to the first few minutes. That's not cool, Yo Blazer. I mean, you got to give us a chance, you know? 
you got to just listen to the whole thing, take in the whole experience. And I, I don't know if he did that. Probably too busy looking up Ariel Hentai or something like that. Probably something along those lines. Um, yeah. On Serious Business, you mentioned that this was kind of the war and peace of podcasts in terms yeah. of lengths, episode one. Uh, you forgot to mention it was also the war and peace of podcasts in terms of quality. I did forget to mention that. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to respond to my good friend Smarty Pants, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Smart Guy, uh, who says he really thought it was interesting talk, but he can't believe he listened to 48 minutes of only talk about the brackets. Uh, I think you're really prepped now this year, Mr. Smart Guy, uh, to finally get in and join that guru contest, as I've been bothering about for the last three years. So look forward to seeing your bracket uh, any day now in that topic. And uh, I want to talk, draw attention to a post by Mr. Volch, where he decided to say, stat topics, I'm sorry, stats topic regulars on this show in particular would be hot. Which implies to me that you and I are not that hot to begin with, which I think is a blatantly misleading assumption. We, we are quite hot people to begin with. So I think Mr. Volch is, needs to get his facts in order, I would say. I would say there's been no one hotter in the stats topic than, no one hotter. than you and I, if you're no. looking from a historical perspective at least. It's true. My favorite post from the thread... Uh, came from a certain user. His name is, I believe, uh, Dirigible Wagon. Is that how you pronounce it, Ed? I think it's um, Jungle Bourbon. All right. Jungle, well, jungle Herbs, Sims in the City, something okay. of that nature. To me, he's going to be uh, Dirigible Wagon. And he said, uh, first of all, he complimented us, said we sounded real good, um, but he's kind of a four-way format fan. And then he goes on to say that he thinks that 1v1s are kind of boring and that there's going to be a perfect bracket this year as a result. And I gotta say, that is one of the more ridiculous things I've heard on board eight, uh, since the contest was announced. There is no way we see a perfect bracket. Uh, I would be surprised if we see more than a handful of perfects even past round one this year, actually. Um, yeah, I would say usually there's the most of the perfects get eliminated by the end of a uh, at the end of round one. I don't remember there being any past round one in a couple years, except for maybe like the 2004 contest and the villains contest and those you know easier to predict contests. But I don't think this one really qualifies. I think I think it looks like deceptively easy. But I think we're definitely going to see some shakeups that, you know, few people are going to get them all right, you know? Yeah, and what Dirigible talked about was uh, he was saying how you can basically take the X stats from 06 and then apply them, you know, tweak them a little bit, but basically that a trained monkey could submit a good bracket this year. And I just think a lot of those trained monkey kind of brackets that are going to be coming out are in for a real shock uh, with some of the stuff we're going to see this year. Yeah. It's It's been so long. Uh, so much potentially could have changed. There's so much that could have been misleading about four ways versus going back to 1v1s that I think there's going to be a lot of matches where, you know, 90% of people are sure one character is going to win and, and that guy will get upset this year. 
Right. No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, you look at last year even, look at Kirby. I don't know if anybody really called Kirby going that far and upsetting that many people. So I think something, at least one thing is going to come completely out of left field and really mess everybody's brackets up. And that's part of the reason why I like these contests so much, because it's, 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 you can call like one or two things right, but it's getting everything right that happens that is so tough yeah and it was pretty much impossible to do in four ways and i think you're going to find a lot of that is still going to be true in 1v1s uh all right so that was some good uh responses to our fans hopefully they appreciated that moving on getting the most out of your game facts contest experience ed what was the first thing you wanted to kind of remind people of uh it's been a while since we saw a contest and uh something that's fun about it that they can get involved in well i know you see the diff- main difference between the on and the off season is that the on season tends to be dominated by well contest topics um and also users casual users i guess you would call them that sort of only flock to the board to talk about the contest match it would be akin to posting on the poll of the day board only talk about the poll of the day because either way you slice it both those boards us and poll of the day are more social so you have a sort of tension between the people that only follow the contest and the people that are there just to be on the board and i think that's the main difference that people have between the on season and the off season because the off season people tend to prefer a more social atmosphere, whereas the on-season people like all the contest discussion, all the contest whining that goes on, which nicely segues into my feeling about how to tell a good contest-related topic from a bad contest-related topic. And I came up with a few hard and set rules about what is a lame contest topic, what is a good contest topic, or rather how to deal with them. We have a thing on the board called the Stupid Whiner Seconds Game, I think it's called. It's, there's a bunch of other adjectives in there, Stupid Whiner Fanboy Seconds Game, I don't know. But basically, the problem with the Stupid Whiner Seconds Game is a lot of the responses don't really make sense out of context, which I guess is part of the point. So you'll get people that will be like, um, why is Dragon Quest not winning? And you'll respond with, I love Steiner Shocker. And it's like, what? So I think instead of just posting verbatim from the Stupid Whiner Seconds Game, what I like to do is just sort of play the um, contest people's sort of seriousness and just sort of play along with them and treat it like it's legit and then, so you get, you egg them on almost. It's like a subtle form of trolling. And that I think can really lead to some more hilarious situations, more than just say, um, well, so and so got more votes. And that's like sort of the time honored thing that people post, you know, why isn't my character winning? Because so and so got more votes. And the other thing is also just posting the Resident Evil Gaiden joke, which isn't really that funny anymore. But, um, yeah, I think just sort of playing along, and I think that would definitely lead to some more hilarity in the long run. I gotta admit, I still like that Resident Evil joke. Do you really? Where, where's this villain come from? <laughs> no, isn't it like, he's, he's a secret end villain in that? Yeah, he's like the game. secret end boss, or like the secret <laughs> playable character or something. I don't know. I would find it funnier if it wasn't used like all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, I we guess, should bust that out sparingly. Yeah. I guess I maybe don't click into those topics enough, so I just see it a few times a year. It always yeah. Yeah. gets a chuckle out of me. But yeah, uh, I love Steiner Shocker. It's probably my favorite Stupid Warrior Seconds game thing, just because it it's, makes no sense out of context. <laughs> it's like, why would you possibly respond to that with, I love Steiner Shocker? But anyway, anyway. 
All right. Uh, the first thing I wanted to bring up, uh, a good way to get the most out of your GameFAQ experience, uh, a little bit biased as I bring it up, but uh, the Guru Contest. What's that, Endgamer? That is a very fun uh, idea that started out as basically just uh, a SIG bet within the stats and discussion topic, but it's now a board-wide event, uh, the most participated in event of the season. And if you'd like to join, you sure can. Basically, all we do, uh, for those not in the know, is we all post our brackets, and it's contest to decide who has the best bracket on board eight. Whoever wins uh, gets their name placed in everyone else's signature for two weeks, which often ends up being two months yes, or, two, or two years <laughs> in, in the case of those who uh, frequent the board less often. Uh, the other cool thing is, you get to pick every someone who everyone has to nominate for the next contest. Um, now, we're in a bit of a weird position this year. We don't know will the next contest be characters or will we be going back to games. Uh, but whatever it is, you get to choose something, and then everyone else has to nominate that. And it's worked out really well in the past. Um, this year, our winner picked Prinny, and we got him into the bracket as a 13 seed, just basically solely on Guru support. So uh, it's a pretty powerful uh, little thing if you can go ahead and, and actually win it. It's about 200 or more people who are going to be supporting what you picked. So it results in a, a heck of a rally. So if you want to check that out, uh, just search for Guru on the boards, and you can post your bracket, and you'll be joined Uh you don't need to have signed up or do anything special this year. Also, if you want to check it out online uh, on my website, thengamer.com slash guru will get you there. And I don't have the site up yet for this coming contest, but you can kind of tell from the last contest. Um, coolest thing is matchup stats, I think, in the header. And then that allows you to see who everyone picked for every matchup. For instance, uh, last year we had 171 people picking GoldenEye versus 35 picking Super Mario RPG to win uh, match 13. But you get all these really detailed breakdowns. So watch for that in the coming weeks. Um, that's always one of my favorite things about contest season. Uh Ed, what was your next thing for people to look out for? Well, um, to piggyback off the Guru contest, I definitely think um, we should talk about the Ed Bellis Award for Excellence in the Field of Ed Bellis. Ooh. Um, I think that's a very prestigious award that goes hand-in-hand with the Guru contest. Essentially, it's awarded to the person who scores the lowest in the Guru contest. It's named after the ubiquitous Ed Bellis, who is me who in one of the, I believe it was the top ten list for the game FAQs, um, the top ten, I believe that's what I it think was that for. Was it. Yep. Yeah, and you had to, um, the goal was to predict the lowest score, essentially one, because it was measured place variance, and I believe I ended up with 200, and the winner got like a three, I think, or a five. Um, I ended up with a 200, yeah. So we gave, we started, or I started to give out this award to the person who scores the lowest in the Guru contest. You can see the fullest of people that have won the prestigious Ed Bellis Award in Excellence in the Field of Ed Bellis on the wiki somewhere. I think it even has a page. Yep, I um, believe it does have a page, yep. Yeah. 
that's pretty my favorite part about the uh, the guru contest is seeing who can sort of outdo the other in terms of ludicrousness. Like I know it's usually like I'm renowned for picking really strange things in my bracket, and, and but then you have somebody like Lopen who takes it to a whole other level. And I think watching him, watching them strive to out eliminate each other is always a hilarious part of the board. And if you haven't done the guru before, it's definitely a a positive, fun experience. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, and it, it's always cool uh, to follow along in the topics we track. Um, you know, who's winning a few matches in, and then who gets eliminated. That's the thing people most like to watch for. Yeah, the eliminations are great fun. Yeah, if, if you can no longer win because you got, you know, you only had a few things different from the other guy and he got those right and you got those wrong, then you're eliminated, you can't win anymore. So th- those are always fun to watch. But believe it or not, there is a competition I like even more than the Guru Contest. And What's that, that in game? That is called the Oracle Challenge. Wow. Yep, and the goal of the Oracle Challenge, for those who don't know, who those uh, those of you who'd like to get involved, is uh, basically to predict the results of every matchup down to the tenth of a percent. And that might not sound that fun. It might sound kind of nerdy, uh, which it is. But it it's a lot of fun, I find, because it gives you incentive to keep following a match beyond, you know, the first five, ten minutes. You say, oh, you know, Link is obviously going to win this one, so I don't need to check updates anymore. You know, this was kind of a boring match. Uh, when you get involved with the Oracle, then you have gone ahead and said, I think Link is going to win with 83%. And then he starts out the match with maybe 89%. And the, but then as the match goes on, he's losing percentage. And then that's exciting to you. He's coming closer to your prediction. Uh, you're going to have one of the top five picks of the day, maybe. Um, so that's really fun. Uh, this year it's going to be run by my good pal Carvey, who uh, you may know from the boards uh, and from the wiki. Uh, really great guy, really uh, stat-oriented and... He's taking over for Kleenex, who ran last year, uh, who ran it in place of Caxon and King Morgoth from the year before and many years past. Um, so if you want to do that, just look up uh, Oracle on the boards and join in. You can also join the team competition if you want, and that just takes your picks along with someone else's, and uh, <clears throat> then as a team, you try to root for yourselves to rise to the top, and that gives you a little more incentive as well to keep picking good, to not let down the team. Uh, will you be playing along this year, Ed? I certainly will be, and I believe I'm on a team with the aforementioned Lopen. Ooh. How'd yeah, you guys... so that should be a... Uh... How'd you guys do last year? Uh, we... You mean separately? Because I don't think we were on a team oh, together last year. Oh, you weren't on a team last year? Oh, okay. No, this will be our first time teaming together. I was on a team with uh, Neon last year. Oh, okay. Team uh, Next Genitals. <laughs> okay. Amazing name. Um, we, I, he probably did better than I did. I never do well in the Oracle. Um, I've gotten, I've gotten, I think, every position in the top five at one point except number one. That elusive number one spot has always evaded me. I've gotten, like, a couple number twos, a couple threes. Nowhere near the amount that some of the other people do, but I've never gotten a number one prediction. So I'm hoping that this year it'll, I, it, the goal will come my way at some point, but I doubt it will. <laughs> at this point, you asked me how my team did last year. What? You asked me how my team did, Ed? Oh! Oh! Wait, you had a team last year? <laughs> yes, in fact, 
Uh, last year, I teamed, as always, with my good pal Creative Name on Team Predestined Divination, and we won our second team championship in the org. How'd your team do last year, Ingamer? Pretty good. We won. Once again. Oh, good, good. That's good. That's good. So we're going for the, oh, it's not a three-peat, but we'll be going for our third win this season. Very exciting stuff. That is exciting stuff. Um, all right. Talked about the Guru and the Oracle. Uh, Ed, is there anything else you wanted to mention from the boards? Uh, some fun stuff to get involved in? Let's see. I know, um, the match picks topic is always a good time if you're into Photoshop and, um, match pick making it's basically like it's a tight-knit group of people that sort of get together and come up with um well what's essentially the match picks i know especially in the modern age of the four ways um alan has definitely taken a lot of user-made suggestions for the match picks because making the match picks can be a very time-consuming job and you have to track down official art you have to photoshop it into a nice looking border and do all this crazy stuff so it seems like a pretty decent community of people i mean they can get a little crazy with the whole i made this match pick first so you can't have it anymore but i think if you like that kind of stuff it's if you like you know, editing and artistic stuff. It's a nice way to um, show your creativity, especially in the later rounds where you get to um, have the characters interact in a certain way and have them exist outside of just the simple, um, the simple small border square that they have. So that's definitely something that people could consider if they're looking for an artistic outlet this year. Yeah, I really like, I really appreciate the work they do in those topics. Um, some some really nice stuff. And actually, that brings me to another point. Uh, something you want to check out if you want to get more involved. The front page of the Board 8 Wiki, uh, which is just at board8.wikia.com if you haven't been there. Um, I updated that today. And now it has all kinds of links for stuff you'd want to see as you fill out your bracket this year. So for anyone still working at that, be sure to check it out. Uh, you'll find the X stats from 2008. Oh, hey, look at that. Uh, you'll find a list that Alti and I put together of what's a day match versus what's a night match. Very handy. Yep, uh, you can tell easily at a glance they're all reds and blues between the two. Uh, another thing I linked in is, is what I was just talking about, the match picks, uh, article. So if you can go there and then see like, you know, maybe Soap McTavish is gonna win, uh, but I wanna see what he's gonna look like in his match pick. You can easily find that on that page. Those are the ones that have been submitted so far and will probably be used. Uh, and check it out and say, whoa, he does not look good. <laughs> and uh, pick someone else. Or, whoa, he has a sword. You know, he looks really cool. He's sure to win over this character I don't know too much about. So, uh. Oh, Lord, that is what Captain looks like, isn't it? Oh. Yep. I forgot he was the bush, man. Yep, back again. Yes. Same look. That's I guess, pretty terrible. I guess that's his only art. Well, there's a, there's a second picture here, but it looks like, like a sprite almost. Um, so I don't know which one would be better for him to have, really. Yeah, neither of them look too impressive. But uh, yeah. All right, next thing uh, I want to talk about, something really fun to do during the contest season, is uh, match updates. And what I mean by that is especially the match update graphs. And those you can always find during the season. Uh, you can also check them out for past contests. GameFactsContest.com. That's a website that Creative Name runs. And if you look uh, at the match updates and you click the uh, the letter C, that gives you the graph with 
everyone's total and then what they got during the last update. And that's really fun to check out during contest season of the matches that are going on to say, uh, you know, Master Chief started out really bad and then he did terrible overnight. And then all of a sudden in the morning, you know, the Americans started voting again and he really started picking up. He's making a big comeback. Um, will this be enough for him to beat, uh, you know, Ryu, Hayabusa, or whatever, uh, whoever he happens to be playing at that time. Uh, it's really cool just to have a visual on how the characters are doing rather than just hitting F5 and watching some, you know, numbers change back and forth. So I think that is, uh, pretty fun to do. And along with that, if you want to see, you know, what's interesting about this match that's going on, uh, just stick your head into the contest stats and discussion topics sometime. Uh, if that's something you don't normally do during the season, you might want to check it out. Uh, I wouldn't suggest actually posting. Uh, <laughs> That's a, that's a classic mistake. No. <laughs> you can post. You can post. Um, just don't expect if, you know, if no one's heard of you, you probably won't get a response during contest season. I mean, the topics just move really fast. Uh, we can go through, you know, hundreds of posts in a day. So don't get dis- discouraged, but if that's something you want to follow along with, um, uh, it can be pretty fun. There can be pretty neat discussions going on in that topic. That's definitely worth uh, checking out. Uh, Ed, do you have anything else you wanted to mention? I rambled on far longer than I should have about trolling on the board, so I think I'm I think I've reached my quota for the top for the uh, not the topic the podcast whatever you want to call this thing. Yeah, we're almost to 500 posts on this podcast. Crazy. Uh, just closing it up. Um, all right, a, c- a couple quick hitter things I wanted to mention. Things to check out if you haven't done it already. Um, my maybe my favorite topic during the season is the contest analysis crew that Master Moltar runs and that I've been a member of uh, for a few seasons now. And if you're looking for um, pretty well written, pretty well reasoned out thoughts on the upcoming day's match, that's definitely the the place to go. Of course, we end up being wrong plenty of the time. And that's fun as well, um, to have a little bit of a laugh at us when we fall on our faces, as often happened the last three years here. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's good to check out. Uh, another thing you might want to look at is the PPC. That's the Percentage Prediction Contest. Uh, we're probably going to be having that again this year. And what you do there is... Uh, you know, like the first match, uh, Link versus whoever. Who's Link play first? Do you remember? I think it's, oh, Thrall. Thrall. Thrall, okay. So Link versus Thrall, the first match. And what you're guessing in the PPC is what percentage of the entire GameFAQ population will have picked Link to win. So usually there's a certain number of favorite brackets, joke brackets. So you'd say, uh, Probably 95.7, you know, percent of people will pick Link to win. And that's what we do from day to day in that contest. Um, pretty simple, but it's kind of like the Oracle, kind of fun, uh, and a reason to check out the match stats after every contest. Another thing that we've done for many years now, myself and TRE run this contest. It's called the First Vote Contest. 
And Ed, have you ever tried to first vote? I stayed up a couple times for it. I got number. I got the second vote once, I think. Ooh, not bad. Yeah, or maybe it was the fourth. It was somewhere in the top five. Okay. But yeah, I had a I had that script that um, TRE used, and I opened a bunch of tabs, and well, I don't want to give away the secret if you're not in the <laughs> secret. But, hey. So if you're looking for something to do at well, it used to be midnight Eastern. Now you'll also be able to do it at noon if you want. Oh, that's true. Uh, so two different options during the day to try to be the first one to get your vote in and then take a screen cap and post in that topic. Double the um, first votes. Yeah, double the first votes. Double the first. Kind of a you know, pretty silly thing, but some people enjoy it, and I've done it quite a bit in years past. Uh, just something else fun to try out during the season. So, all right, I think we covered... Pretty much what we wanted to here. So if you're one of those, uh, you know, more off-season types, but you wanted to give this show a listen, hopefully you have some ideas for some fun and exciting things to do uh, starting January 15th when we head back into the on-season. Uh, Ed, did you have any parting comments? How'd your team do in the Oracle? We won! Yay! It was a heroic last day comeback. Yay! It, it uh, will really go down in the uh, annals of Oracle history. So, th- so this year, all I got to do is win the individual contest as well. That'll be the. I'll have two notches in your feathers in your cap, notches in your belt. Because the notches in your cap doesn't really make sense though. Be kind of hard to see out there. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're short. True. It could work. Okay, well, that was fun. And I think for next week, we'll be back to the more traditional uh, bracket talk. But as I said, that's been kind of done to death lately, so we want to take a little bit of a break from that. So join us again next Wednesday for episode three of the show. Uh, so, until hey, then. Revenge of the show. Revenge of the show. So see you in seven days. Board it and end game out. Waiting for